0: Noel. And this is More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our freaky Fridays.
1: Hello, Noel.
0: Hello, (laughs) Jenna. Happy Friday again. We're back again, guys. I'm gone, and I'm gone, and I'm gone.
1: Oh, and today we're going to get a bit nutty.
0: Nutty and spooky? Of course.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: Okay.
1: We are checking into a spooky asylum located in West Virginia.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We like those asylums. I know. Mm-hmm. Asylums and
1: prisons. See. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This place is really freaking cool. The history is so rich, so dark, Which makes it so spooky. So much better. Ready? I am. All right. I am if you is. I am. Of course I went mm, back, 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 back to give some background to all y'all. You have to. So to start out, I want to discuss a bit of the background on asylums and early treatment of mental illness. Okay. Especially in the late 1700s into the 1800s. Okay. Mental illnesses have always been around, but mostly were unknown and undiagnosed. This is no different in our colonial America. Of course. Of course. It was common practice that those suffering would be locked up in jails, especially if they had violent behaviors and no family to take care of them. A lot of mental illness can come out in violent behavioral things. Oh, you know, absolutely. It's, it's very common even to this day. Yeah. So to have that in colonial America, of course, they're going to think you're violent and they're going to lock you up. They don't understand. Yeah. They're not trying to understand or diagnose. So these, They just
0: thought it was witchcraft.
1: <laughs> basically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right alongside actual criminals were these... Sick, Actually, sick people. Illness. Yeah. People, you know, and it's it's very sad. Across the pond in England during this time, they did have public hospitals. So there is one that you may have heard of called Bethlehem Royal Hospital, huh. or better known as Bedlam. Okay, yeah. Yep. I have heard of that. Yep. So it's very mm, dark history as well. You know, you might hear it when you're hearing about the old days in England um so americans colon- colonists colonialists <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so hard not to I want know. to say that <laughs> <laughs> so the colonists decided to do the same in the late 1700s they started building actual facilities for the treatment of these individuals unfortunately these were not very great places mostly designed to extricate them from society mm-hmm. out of sight and out of mind mm-hmm. that's how that's how it will be treated for many years You know, they don't want to actually provide them help. They want to just close them away so that society doesn't know, oh, this happens. Mm -hmm. And that's just so sad. Yeah. By the 1800s, however, there were some pioneers who wanted to bring real change to facilities and provide people with actual care. So I'm going to get into those heroes. And one in particular is Thomas Story Kirkbride. I like his name. I know. I do, too. Uh, I think there is a picture of him that I did post in the picture document. Yes, the
0: Kirkbride plan. Okay. Um,
1: So, some background on him. He was born July 31st, 1809 in Pennsylvania. He was a physician and an advocate for the mentally ill. That's nice. Yes, it is. Uh, Kirkbride worked at the Pennsylvania Hospital for the Insane and founded the... (laughs) Drumroll, please. Are you ready for this long name? Mm, I suppose. He founded the Association of Medical Superintendents of American Institutes for the Insane. What the fuck? Did I say that again? <laughs> so, the Association of Medical Superintendents of American Institutions for the Insane. Wow. Okay. Or the AMSAII. Okay. Yeah. Short and sweet, right? MSI. Later, they did change it to the American Psychiatric Association. Ah, oh. Yes.
0: Wow, so, so he founded that.
1: He's a big, important dude. Yeah. And that rolls off the tongue a bit better. I'm glad that they kind sure of tweaked the <laughs> name a little bit. <laughs> so, this dude, Kirkbride, wanted to come up with a specific plan or blueprint which could be used in every hospital across the country. His idea was uh, with the Kirkbride plan, as it's known, was to build large-scale hospitals with long wings which offered fresh air and sunlight. Kirkbride wanted to create places for healing, which offered more freedom. Basically, patients would be able to roam as much as they wanted.
0: Wow, that's really. nice. They
1: weren't locked in their rooms. The they dated. Digit- yes, yes, yeah. Not. And the thought behind this was that it offered mind stimulation, yeah, which would help
0: with their illnesses. See? And behaviors. That's really nice. I like this guy a lot.
1: Yes, he's a pioneer, man. Yeah. And he's... And an advocate. ...trying really hard to change how the world sees mental illness yeah. in the 1800s.
0: Good uh, for you, Kirk Bride. I hear you. Finally, ya. one episode where we don't hate everybody here, it seems like. Wow. Except for that Obviously, things don't change for mental health. No, I know. So. But he tried. But he
1: did. He, he tried, tried, and he had this plan, which many other hospitals were built like that, and I'll get into the actual number, mm-hmm. but he was doing big things at that time. The first facility built under the Kirkbride plan, or model, was Trenton State Hospital in Trenton, New Jersey. More would start popping all over the country, though, and there were 73 in total. Oh, wow. With the Kirkbride plan. Yep. Built in nice. this wide, large building where air could flow through and it was, you know, supposed to be just a better place for these people. A more um, nurturing place, it sounds like. Yep. So, with that, that leads to our destination for this episode. The Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, located in
0: Weston, West Virginia. Wow. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Okay. It 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 is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Can we tour there? Do they do tours? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Too much. Oh. Um all right. So, some background on the actual facility. Construction for the specific hospital was to start in the mid 1800s. The construction would come to a halt when the American Civil War broke out in 1861. Hmm. And the grounds actually became a major military post during okay. that time. Um, they used the southern wing, which had been completed at that time,
0: for a barracks. Hmm. And then, um... so that's why it's so pretty. No. So wait, was it built for? It no, was no, no, built no. for an asylum. Well, but it wasn't they...
1: finished being built. Right. Literally, but... only the southern wing of the hospital. The like,
0: probably, I don't know exactly where that is. Was built, but it was it. being built as a hospital, not for military purposes.
1: Correct. Okay. Yes. So construction started. Yes. They they stopped because the Civil War broke out. Yes. No funds could be allocated at that time. Um. So on top of the dark history that the asylum had itself, it was also a post for the Civil War, which mm-hmm. was bloody and very. Oh yeah.
0: Negative. Yes. The two not a good time.
1: No, not really. Not really. This place is effing massive. The building is two hundred and forty-two thousand square feet. Woo!
0: Yes, holy, holy! Yeah.
1: It's humongous, dude. Uh, it looks huge, and it looks so pretty. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I'll get into like what the style was because they always built things in a certain style at certain times in our history. So, the building, which was finished in 1864, was originally planned to be called the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, but it opened as the West Virginia Hospital for the Insane instead. Hmm. Okay. Uh, The name would change again in 1913 to the Weston State Hospital, and like we just said, it's gorgeous yeah. the architecture is just to drool over mm-hmm. um, and it was styled in the gothic revival style which has those steeples those mm-hmm. time and true steeples so if you guys are looking at the blog which go look at the blog mm-hmm. the pictures will be over there all the pages you will see that beautiful architecture that beautiful steeple that they have the the lawn itself is gorgeous as well. So there is a gorgeous fountain right out front. It's absolutely captivating. It's like the first thing you see is this beautiful fountain and this beautiful
0: stone building. It's just gorgeous. I love how the uh, drive comes around the fountain. Yes, and then, and then up then to up, the door. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Ugh, it's just gorgeous. Such a fancy thing for such a terrible. I know. It's grand. Like, it's not a terrible place. Grand. But yeah,
1: terrible place.
0: It turns kind of terrible. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, so the hospital itself was designed to comfortably, and I say the word comfortably, comfortably. house 250 patients with each having their own room.
0: Yep. Wait, and so, that huge ass building—that's it.
1: Well, you got to think of their other places: the hospital, the meeting rooms, yeah. you know, the lunch rooms. It's, mm-hmm. and that's why I say comfortably yeah, because yeah. they were spaced apart. They, they had their own room. Or they might have had really big room. Have their own room. Yeah. You know, it, they wanted to create kind of like an oasis where mm-hmm. these people could actually get help and be comfortable and not just be shut away for. And from they do feel like
0: they're at someplace. Like a that. hospital. They feel like they yes. still have some means of uh, independence. Exactly. Yeah. Such so. So, like a lot of the other
1: facilities, um, similar facilities at the time, the grounds were self-sufficient. They had a farm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Water systems. A dairy, which I had to look it up. <laughs> dictionary. A <laughs> dictionary. <laughs> um, a dairy, which was a building room or establishment for the storage, processing, and distribution of milk and milk products. Okay. Yeah. So, literally, they were getting everything that they needed. Right there. Um, And, of course, a cemetery. There's always a cemetery. Because people course. always die. Yep. Especially, yeah. Yeah. So, when the facility opened, things seemed very hopeful. These patients actually had people looking out for them. But, as we know, things will get worse. By 1881, the facility would have over 700 patients, 500 more than the building was intended for. Yeah. Since there was such an influx, the staff could not keep up. So... As this is happening, conditions are declining,
0: and they had, like, three to four people per room. And you have to think that, like, if the staff worked there in the first place, they liked the thought of this hospital, and now they probably feel awful that they can't even give the care properly to all these patients. And
1: it gets overwhelming. Like, how are you supposed to be able to do that if the staff is so low and the numbers are so high? Yeah. It did not
0: give these people a chance. No, staff is tired. They're worn out. They're Yep. yep. Starting okay. to hate their jobs and,
1: and on hate, top of resent that, the people in them. Exactly, and right. exactly. And on top of that, the farm and dairy on site were also not
0: up for that volume. Right, so Where people were not getting malnourished. the appropriate. Yeah. yep,
1: crammed into tiny rooms. It's just awful, dude, deplorable. And things
0: still decline even further down. It's going to get worse. Poor Kirkbride. How did they end up having that many people? Why did they go so far over their limit. It's because mental
1: illness started to become more of a thing and more people started to be sent to these hospitals. <sighs> States couldn't pay, I guess, for the volumes and how fast it was happening. The scale of how overcrowded this place would be like would come. By nineteen thirty-eight they were housing one thousand six hundred patients. It
0: just doesn't seem like that's what Kirk Brad wanted, and it makes he me sad for him he didn't. because this is not what he this is not nope. what he dreamt or tried to do. And with him, there is another
1: pioneer called Dorothea Dix, who I'd love to cover her, so I'm not going to get into her. Yeah. There were a lot of advocates in the late 1800s, but unfortunately, things just did not go their way. They never got the funding. The states don't, listen, They do the states
0: don't care. It's nope, always the states.
1: Nope. And more people were sending their hysteric wife.
0: Right. The and wife the poor who had people Yep, or, and the people
1: who could not, you know, afford to live
0: on their own were being sent here. The poor houses. Exactly. Even though they're not mentally like they don't need that It mental was a health. place like, to send somebody. Yeah. To shut them away, to do
1: whatever they could to not care for them. Yeah. It's it's just awful. And to and
0: that's see that's not what he wanted and that's upsetting. Mm-hmm.
1: And to see like right here, these dates are not that long ago. No. Nineteen forty nine they were at eighteen hundred. Yeah. So it keeps climbing, and people keep, you know, coming out with mental health issues, and and it's just a
0: slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And the more that it's researched and mm-hmm. and understood, they find that so many people do have it yes. because it's normal. Yep. Exactly. Like. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Because even by nineteen forty nine, they weren't thinking as much of. Like in the 1800s, where it was a hysteric woman. You, you know, you were reading too much. You spoke back. Like you could be sent to these hospitals for the tiniest little. Infractions. My wife needs a lobotomy
0: oh, because we'll she get doesn't in. want to sleep with me tonight. We will get into the lobotomy. I know. So we always definitely coming. There's always a play. fucking lobotomy at these Ugh, places. God knows. Always.
1: Ugh. Yeah. So this place was just cramming people in. Uh, the peak number was two thousand four hundred in
0: nineteen fifty. So wow. that's way more than the building was housed. To design. It was only supposed to have two hundred and thirty something. They 7-something. started
1: taking other rooms and hallways and just putting patient beds there. Oh my People God. were crowding. It was awful. In nineteen forty nine, the Charleston Gazette reportedly found poor sanitation and insufficient furniture, lighting, and heating in many areas of the complex. No surprise. They had beds in hallways and had to transform different procedural rooms into dorms. Yeah, so just crowded. Tons of people. Procedural
0: rooms into dorms. I can imagine the hygiene wasn't that
1: great. Oh, God, You know, they weren't, these nurses who are already understaffed won't be able to, no, no. Yeah, no. These places were awful. If you just do research on mental health facilities... You're Any asylum find. pre yeah. now pre now yeah pre like state funded smaller homes where people can actually and get they're still not that great no can't. we have issues in this country around yeah. mental illness and we're
0: still fighting it to this fucking
1: day not Lord. only that but
0: sometimes the people who choose to work at these facilities are abhorrent people that yeah. abuse these whether they're whether it's mental illness or a mental. Um, disability, yep, or even yep. the elderly, like, people are in there abusing these people, yep. and it's, it's just disgusting. There's something just inherently wrong with people. That's Don't hilarious. work with people if you're fucking
1: garbage. Yeah. That's my PSA. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to transition into the medical practices that took place. Fun, fun. Yeah. Not uh, fun, but fun. No, not fun. <laughs> so mental health, of course, had always been shrouded in mystery. It said that folks were sent in for such thing as masturbation, hysterical women, and in the 1900s, epileptics and alcoholics would also be admitted. Wow. So literally, the criteria was nothing. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. You could just be sent here for anything. Um, so here are the specific practices inside Trans-Allegheny. So I'm not saying every mental hospital in the country was doing these things, but this is definitely prevalent at Trans-Allegheny. They did ice water baths, also called hydrotherapy. Mm-hmm. So the thought behind this was water has a lot of therapeutic benefits. They would say it would help by slowing down the blood flow to the brain, hence decreasing mental and physical activity. Water temperatures would range between 40 degrees Fahrenheit and 70 degrees. <sighs> yeah. So. I couldn't do it. A lot of the care, and I use that word in quotes because that's not. it's not 100% care at all, was to stop behaviors. Right. Slow people down. Make them easier to take care of. And I'm not using that word in my own terminology. That is what came up in the research. That is why they were doing this. Yeah,
0: that's literally their point of it. Yep.
1: Yeah. They also used isolation cells, which kept patients out of view.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who knows how long they were left in there for. Or what those conditions were but I bet it was probably just chained up to the wall where you just had nothing um, probably had nothing yeah. there's probably no padding no nothing um they administered electroshock therapy also mm-hmm. called ECT and I'm gonna get a little definition dictionary action up in here dictionary time woohoo So, ECT, which by definition is a psychiatric treatment in which seizures in the brain are electrically induced in patients to provide relief from mental disorders. Because seizures are supposed to help. Yeah. It just shut them down. But yet people were in the hospital for having seizures. We will get back into the ECT because they use it again for another reason. And it's effing barbaric, and it's in, like, the 19, like fifties and 40s. Like, it's yeah, insane not ago, to think all. of how long, yeah, not it's, long at It's all. so terrible. Oh, God. So, it was said to be used for severe depression and would enhance the patient's mood. According to Wikipedia, it's still
0: used in some instances. Inducing seizures in the brain. ECT, yeah. Yep. What the fuck, man? How is that supposed to help? I don't understand
1: the science. I don't really understand the science either, but I think it's more of a, they say it's going to do one thing, but really it just makes them more vegetable-like, Yeah, which makes them easier to care for, which in turn, their mental illness is treated, because they don't understand it. Oh, no. It's frustrating. So with the ECT, if you've ever seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest from 1975, um, there is a shock therapy scene from his stay at an institution so you can kind of see exactly like you know they put the little thing over your head they put the thing in your mouth and then they shock
0: you yeah i'm pretty sure you watch it in that other show too the new one ratchet yep yep yeah waffle stuff
1: (laughs) next is gonna get even worse guys So, given when the hospital's up and running, they obviously practiced the lobotomy. Lobotomy. To be exact, it was the ice pick or transorbital Mm -hmm. lobotomy. So, we'll get into some history of the lobotomy. It's gross, guys, but I, like, devoured it. I'm such a creep. (laughs) But I was just like, lobotomy, and then searched for, like, hours. So the traditional lobotomy, or leucotomy, which is how it was called when it was originated, um, was used to sever the connections in the brain's prefrontal cortex. Mm -hmm. So this area is pretty important. It houses things like your personality, your social behaviors, and decision making. Don't cut that, guys. You need that. Early leucotomies were performed using drills and taking small corings of the patient's frontal lobe. So basically, think of when you have your cantaloupe and you're, you know, using your little tool for that. That's basically what they did to your brain. Wonderful. <gasps> yeah. It was not until Walter Freeman, an American neurologist, started poking around. <laughs> uh, he created the ice pick or transorbital lobotomy. Bad joke, I know, but it's Okay.
0: According, you looking at the picture? Well, it's not just that. It's that, because I watched Ratchet, and, and you watch this guy just shove and shove. And you can hear the crack. And, uh-huh, and I'm yep. feeling, I'm, yep. I'm witnessing it in my head right yep. now, and that's why I'm having an issue. Yes, yes.
1: Researching it was fun but brutal at the same time, because, yeah,
0: it it's... You go, sh-
1: Yep. And then so, you twist.
0: Ugh.
1: So with Wikipedia... And they're usually um, awake, you guys. Yeah, we'll get into that that whole the whole thing, guys. The transorbital lobotomy was different than the leucotomy, um, and Walter Friedman made it so that it was an easier procedure. Quote, easier. So, I know, right? <laughs> so, according to Wikipedia, the transorbital lobotomy was performed by inserting a metal pick into the corner of each eye socket, hammering it through the thin bone with a mallet, and moving it back and forth. <sighs> severing the connections to the prefrontal cortex in the frontal lobes of the brain. So you hear that bone. You hear that bone, guys. And you're awake. It's bad. Most
0: of the time you're awake, you guys. It's said to be less invasive, but still a big fucking... Nope less scene. invasive. A fucking ice pick through your eye sockets into your brain, cracking your skull, is considered less invasive. It is from the fact
1: that you're not getting a drill drilled into <gasps> your head, I guess. Oh, uh, so. that's quicker, I feel like, than a fucking hammer. And they do brain surgery while you're awake. Like I know! your brain doesn't have your nerve center like the rest of your body does, so I feel it's like that would probably up. be less painful. It's fucked Ugh. up, though. So, the reason that this specific method became popular was because it did not require a neurosurgeon and could be performed outside of an operating room. any
0: regular old fucked up Joe that wants to perform a lobotomy on his wife and shove an ice pick through her fucking eyeball. Well, they were doctors, at least, but it was
1: like, if you were at the institute, like the institution, you could just go in for your clinical
0: and get your lobotomy that way. What the fuck, dude? And. I'm going to say that next time I go to my physical or, you know, my OB. I'm here for my lobotomy now. Uh, yeah, just outpatient procedure, guys. Yeah. In and out. <laughs> so, I have a fun fact. Fun fact. Are you ready for fun you fact? Have my, uh, you have my dictionary and my fun I know, fact today. I know.
1: Cool. Um, JFK's sister, Rosemary, was one of the most famous folks to get a lobotomy. Oh, poor Rosemary. Poor frickin' Rosemary, because it did not end well, as side effects were not great. What were they? Hmm. When advertising the lobotomy, they stated it would help reduce the symptoms of mental disorders. As you'll see, there is a picture that showed photos being taken of patients before and after. First is usually looking very disheveled. And then second
0: one is like healed. Perfect. Because they have no idea what the fuck is going her. on because you fucked their brain up. Vegetable. Yeah. Like they're like, la dee, da. I'm just uh-huh. here existing not knowing yep. what's going on in the world. But those were the pictures that were out there. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: So this, of course, was not always accurate. It said patient spontaneity, self-awareness, responsiveness, and self-control were reduced post-procedure.
0: Of course. They were basically zombies. Yeah. It's awful. So poor... Or jfk's sister
1: yeah she was
0: worse for wear and if you
1: want to do some research that's actually pretty cool there's a lot out there about her specific lobotomy i would like to do that and how it changed yeah um this is not my first rodeo with the lobotomy i've i've deep dived this many times because i like morbid oddities
0: I do too, but I get, it, get it. There's Ugh. not many things that heebie-jeebie me, but it's for some bad. reason. The eye socket. Yeah. It's, yeah, And then the crunching. It's because of that show. Yeah. It's because of the fucking show. Yeah, I it. Believe fucked it. me up, man. I'm not going to watch it. And I didn't even watch it all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Freeman himself, according to Wikipedia, coined the term surgically induced childhood because of the effects wow. of the lobotomy. That's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because patients would intellectually stop growing. Yeah. So your brain is done once you get the lobotomy. And I think they were doing this on young kids. It's not something that was just like you had a certain age group. They could do this on a wide array of people. Anybody who had an issue Mm -hmm. that they said could be cured with a lobotomy. And Freeman was doing these, uh, I don't know what I want to call them. He was doing these like... Fast lobotomies where he would just line up a bunch of people yes, and he would visit hospitals and he would just lobotomy, 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 lobotomy. Like he was just going through the country doing these lobotomy tours. There you go. That's what I'm calling it. Awful. That's pretty much what it is. And he could do them so quick. That's why he wanted to create it so that he didn't need to be a neurosurgeon or, you know, do things like that. It could just be done right outpatient.
0: Yeah, because you're breaking their freaking shit. Go to your primary care
1: doctor and get your lobotomy today. (laughs) Awful. Some deaths did
0: occur as a result of these lobotomies. I wonder how much people paid for them.
1: I don't know. I didn't find that in my research. I am curious. Yeah, I would be curious Did the insurance
0: cover a fucking lobotomy? Maybe. That's so fucked up. I want to know about this. We'll get into it because of the
1: anesthesia that was used. We will get into it. So, um... The percentage, though, of those deaths are very low. It's not, like, a big number, but there, of course, were some deaths. Yeah. Um, here He we probably, go.
0: sometimes he didn't do them correct, and you fucked something or up. Or the other
1: doctor who took his class didn't pay attention because he was out partying all late last night or whatever. Yeah. And then he comes in to do this lobotomy, and he fricks it up. And literally kills somebody. Yep.
0: Ugh. Ugh. No, thank you. My poor skull.
1: (laughs) Another awful part of these ice pick lobotomies was that anesthesia was not needed. They would just do electroshock, which rendered patients unconscious. Mm -hmm. So on top of the fact that you're getting this ice pick, you're also getting that electric shock, which was torture as well. Yeah. Awful. This treatment, say that in quotes, was definitely used at the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. And in 1952, there was even this thing called the West Virginia Lobotomy Project. Apparently, state hospitals in West Virginia were authorized to do these lobotomies over a span of time during the summer of that year. They conducted 228 transorbital lobotomies in four of these hospitals. In just a short span of time, it was only a few weeks. I'm just shaking my head. And they just literally, I, I don't know what these hospitals said for criteria. Or what was happening, but I just, I I picture these poor patients just being, like, rounded up,
0: and just lobotomy, 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 lobotomy. And they're watching what's happening to other people.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And they gotta be crying out in pain. Yeah. Like,
1: ugh. And I couldn't find the concrete evidence of the actual, like, lobotomy and how many were done at trans-Allegheny, but it was one of the West Virginia hospitals yeah. so I'm, I'm grouping it in there guys yeah so treatment was not effing great goal was to just subdue people and lock them up and the overcrowding issue just keeps getting worse according uh. to a lovely blog article on legendsofamerica.com staff could not keep up with the increasing population so violence became the norm especially between patients they housed the criminally insane. Mm-hmm. I have another fun fact.
0: Smushed together with everybody else.
1: <laughs> Basically, yeah, they did not have no. They weren't separated
0: ward. They weren't locked no. away, really. I mean, why do those other people care? They're just little vegetable, mental disabled people, anyway. Yeah, is what they thought, and they probably did lock
1: doors because I think that was a thing, like at night and whatever. Like yeah. we are locking you in.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but I don't. It wasn't like. a a prison type of thing it was these criminally insane people in a hospital that was getting absolutely no
0: help and was overrun yeah and they're just vegetable type vegetableizing their patients
1: yep so not great guys not great so quick fun fact charles manson was once a patient here
0: oh boy yeah so how did he get out
1: did he get a lobotomy i wonder i don't think it was during that time i think it was earlier than that but maybe Maybe I think was, it was that before or after he was like younger. It was like before he started like his ranch and stuff. Maybe and that's why. Went. Maybe he
0: got an, a, a lobotomy, Maybe.
1: and that's what he led to his fucked up shit. I think he was fucked up from the beginning, though. There's there's stuff that says this dude was fucked up from day one. So yeah, yeah Chuck Manson,
0: not a good dude. I hope he got a lobotomy. Fuck you, Charles Manson. Exactly. Crack. Yeah. Crack. <clears throat> Crack it all the way. And Sharon would still be alive.
1: Yeah, for real. So, one story that I have of two criminally insane patients who lived on the third floor. Guys, this is brutal. Discretion is advised. It's it's not pretty. Apparently, they shared a room with a third patient who was not as violent but did have some outbursts. So, they were mixing criminally insane people with mentally disabled with behaviors violent behaviors so he wasn't necessarily always violent but he did have and he wasn't
0: a criminal either he just had yeah his
1: issues so that caused him to be moved to that ward (sighs) poor kid these guys wrapped a bed sheet around his neck and suspended it from the pipes uh i guess they played a game a lot with him where they would like basically hoist him up and down until he would go unconscious, and then they would lay him back down. So they did this often. Aww. This time, however, they kind of flipped it, and when he was unconscious, they took him down and bludgeoned him with a metal bed frame.
0: Oh, my God. That's terrible. I guess the
1: one guy, like, put it on his temple or the top of his head and jumped on the bed, causing it to, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. It's bad. It's really bad. What the mother, man? Uh, this place is no joke. That's awful. It's no joke. Uh,
1: female employees, of course, report sexual assault from male patients and being attacked is also very common. Uh, there's a story that said one nurse went missing. I Couldn't find a concrete date, but I guess they later found her decomposing
0: body in an unused staircase. Just nobody ever decided to check the building? I, it's overrun with people. I, I mean, know, but if it's an unused, just check. What the fuck? You just find her body. Man. Well, no, she just goes missing. Like it's not like she's. But you she know. was. Was she in the staircase the whole time since it was unused? Yeah,
1: yeah. She well, did. they should
0: have checked the building. Is what I'm saying. Check for her body. Yeah, but I mean,
1: they're just like she's missing, not coming to work. You so know, I don't messed think. Up. And then I guess she was found. It's yeah. I don't. I wouldn't wow. want to work there. Definitely no. not want to work there. The violent nature lasted all the way into the 1990s, which 80s and 90s were really bad for mental institutions. Mm 70s too is in there. I mean, all of it is really bad, but things got really bad. In 1992, there was another report from the Charleston Gazette about the horrendous conditions inside the hospital. So, in 1994, changes in reform to mental health treatment caused the hospital to close. (sighs)
0: Changes in reform yep. made it close down. It's because wow.
1: they went to smaller facilities like we have now, like the state homes. I guess these big hospitals, they just did not see them feasible because there's so many people. There's so much staff needed for that many people.
0: And yeah, but only easier. if they kept it to the 200, it would have been fine.
1: I know, but we're it, it, there's just so many people now, you know, that we do have in every single town. Usually we have a state-run type of home, and right. now we're having... Non-profit type of homes as well, like ARC and things like that. So I think that's what it went to. So they were just like, we're done with these big hospitals. Just turn them into something else. Take it down.
0: We don't care.
1: It stood vacant for many years until it was bought in
0: 2007 and opened for tours. Wow, 2007. I wonder how much they they paid for it. I could not find that number. Um, Being, like, so run down and stuff. I wonder how much. I
1: don't think... Don't think it was like a terrible much amount because I think they were getting ready to just kind of tear Tear it down, down. and this guy was like, "Yo, no."
0: I mean, that's kind of a steal because since it was open all the way into the nineties, it's in great condition. It's in great condition. Like, of course, walls are peeling a little bit, but I mean, it's not like all the other ones that are like uh -uh. literally falling apart. Like, it's in fantastic condition, and it's built out of good materials too. That sandstone and and, and yeah,
1: it's it's great. There is a military museum in the. Huh, hospital. Because it was there, they because did it use was it a as Civil war. a war post. Yeah, so that's it's really the history. in great condition. It mm-hmm. is. It really is. It's gorgeous, just standing right there in front of the town. Just, a towering, gorgeous building. So yeah, Allegheny started out as the kind of hospital giving hope to those
0: affected, but it just whatever happened to Kirk- decay guy did he die at some point when did he die kirkbride how long did he last what happened to him i don't know i didn't do all of that just, i just i just looked at his yeah
1: kirkbride plan because that was the basis of yeah. this hospital so i'm not sure but i'm sure that you know he was probably trying to fight bureaucracy mm-hmm. and bureaucracy fucking won mm-hmm. and he
0: probably fought until the day he died Either that or he was just like fuck this i'm not yeah trying anymore you guys do what you want yeah i tried poor guy All right, let's get into the ghost. Yes, we got spooky stuff. Here we go. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So
1: if the dark history is not enough, there are some significant spooky factors about the property. You ready? I sure is. This asylum is located on 666 acres of land.
0: Holy crap.
1: Yeah, that's an omen right there.
0: 666. Uh-huh. They could have um, bought or
1: sold a piece of Acre.
0: I would have. Dude,
1: me and my sister, if we're at the checkout and it's like 666 or anything, like one day she was a dunk and she goes, I'll take a Munchkin, you could eat it, but I will take a Munchkin, because she did not want to pay that price. If your car is at 666 miles of any sort, you drive an extra mile, <laughs> lady. Uh, I'm not superstitious, but I'd say I'm a little stitious. <clears throat> All right. So uh, it's also said that there are about two thousand past patients buried on the property. Wow, that cemetery is humongous. I um, love to walk around in it and take pictures. Dude, it's such strong energy all yeah. over. It's not even like you enter the building and it's energy. It's, just it's like you drive onto that property and bam, just tons hit, of it.
0: Hit with a wall. Uh huh. Ugh.
1: I want to go. I know. <laughs> Past visitors to the asylum have reported hearing voices saying, Get out. It said you can hear
0: squeaky gurney wheels echo through the wings. That's creepy. That's so creepy. Like voices is one thing, but to hear the squeaky gurney wheels. Ooh. Yeah. There's some nurse walking down the hallway. Dude, this place is terrifying
1: and it's like one of the most haunted places in America. I'm pretty I sure. I cannot wait to go someday. We're going and it's humongous. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Take like the whole day. Uh, if anyone wants to join the MTM Paranormal Group, please email us below. Yeah, we talked about that. The you know MTMPG. Yeah, yeah. Mary if you want to join it, let us know.
0: Uh, yeah, we're we'll going to on a the whole skate. tour. Yeah,
1: because the- I mean, this building is huge. We need other people like split
0: up and oh god, yeah. We split, uh, split up in pairs though. I'm with Jenna. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <100%, laughs> percent. I'm not going alone anywhere. So What's on top of that, dumb. Why do people do that? Like, I mean, you taught your whole life to use the buddy system. Use it when you're dealing with ghosts, too, okay? Well, I'm sorry. Zach always sends Aaron uh. alone
1: all the time. Aaron, stand up for yourself, bro. And Zach, you're S- a big old pussy. Stop sending him alone. Stop Go locking in, you him big
0: bitch. in morgue drawers. S- in closets that are spooky. Oh God, I would not even get in. I would be like, mm-hmm. "Sorry, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'll quit now." Dude, just seeing some of the drawer.
1: pictures of those morgue drawers, like I know, like, get
0: the heebie-jeebies. I'm looking at this Body Cooler picture uh-huh. right now, and it's so creepy. So they don't—they never look big enough for an actual person. I know they look so like like, there are Narrow. big people. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Just shove them fucking yeah. in there?
1: Like, at other places that we've talked about, they're shoving three or four people in those drawers at a time how? if they're overrun with bodies. They're I so have small. No idea. Like, oh my God. I know. It's like for kids or something. Uh huh. And I don't know how these investigators are like fitting in there.
0: I'm not getting in something a dead body laid in. <laughs> no. That's the bottom line. No. And a lot of them are like. Incinerators are kind of built like that too. Yeah. So like you you push the drawer in and, and you light it up. You and yeah no that and would still have ashes in it and stuff. Honestly too, mm. if there was that many people, you'd have to think they did not possibly weren't embalming them because they weren't having open funerals. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So these beds possibly had stuff leaked Ooken. into Mom. them. Okay. And these ridiculous silly people are laying in that. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's how you get a zombie virus, okay? (laughs) Don't lay in mark drawers, guys. No. Might as well go monging. Oh,
1: don't don't even start We'll talk about about mongs. Someday. (laughs) Mongers. Oh, God. All right. So, uh, haunted, yes. Doors will slam closed when no one else is around, Mm -hmm. so you'll just be somewhere and you'll hear a door just go, bam! And... (laughs) Some people have reported hearing hysterical laughs in empty rooms.
0: Oh, that crazy Chills. kind of laugh. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. I got it too. Yes, It's just that Ugh. mental laugh.
1: Yes, that just hysterical, just, oh, that I cackle. I can hear it like, in my head, I yeah. I can do it. And it's it kind of so like
0: builds and... Terrifying. ...drops and... <laughs> uh, uh,
1: no. Fricky. Uh. So, EVPs, or electronic voice phenomena, are also a common report at this location... Uh, they have heard the name Jane captured, and it's thought to be a patient named Jane Harvey who actually died at the asylum. Mm. Yeah, it's sad, but cool that you're yeah, getting yeah. that clear type of mm-hmm. information. That you have something to
0: correlate it with with exactly. somebody who was there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Apparitions have been reported wildly as well, which I think that's super cool to just see people. That's the best. Type evidence.
0: of evidence. Yes. Like, I don't want to see an orb in my pictures. I, I want know. to see that apparition, baby. It's like, did I accidentally spit on my camera lens while I was talking yes, to get this yes. orb in my <laughs> picture? What is this? Is it a glare? Is what it is this? Like, uh, so annoying. Yeah. Uh,
1: visitors state they've seen a soldier in a Civil War era uniform. Makes sense. Uh, and there's also a little girl who appears. They believe her name is Lily. She's been seen on the fourth floor, and they speculate she was born at the asylum. Yeah, I couldn't get any other really
0: Aww.
1: evidence, but yeah, she's a little tiny
0: four year four year old girl. So she probably was born and lived there then. Mm-hmm. So someone either sent their pregnant wife there, Wait. or maybe a girl who was interned, the, interned there or whatever got pregnant by one of the inmates. Something, yeah. Yeah. She oh, was not four. Awful. She was nine. Sorry. <sighs> I read
1: fourth floor, but yeah, she was nine.
0: Oh my God. And
1: she's seen wearing a white dress in her room. Aww. hmm They filled her room with toys and they do say that those toys will move around on the, their own, balls will move, the teddy bear will be in one spot, and you'll find the it in spot. another. Yep, so she's definitely a popular oh, apparition at the Asylum. And I will help her go on. I know. It's, it's probably yeah. scary, too, to be in that big place on all by herself.
0: And who knows what other spirits are like? The scary spirits, yep. those, those criminally insane bad men. Yep. Yeah. Residual sounds are
1: actually really big here as well. And I do want to hit on the stone tape theory. Residual
0: sounds like you're hearing stuff that happened back. Yes. Trapped, trapped within the walls. Basically. Yeah. And that's that's the stone tape theory. They're they feel echoes. that
1: the sandstone and the stone that is built can kind of record negative energy and then replay it again. So at Gettysburg, you'll hear gunshots and things like that. So here... Um, it's guttural screams and moans, Mm -hmm. um, coming from that negative traumatic energy that imprints to that
0: stone. It's actually a really cool theory that you guys can look up. In Supernatural, Um, they talked about echoes and how if someone had a tragic death, they keep reliving, they, they, it becomes an echo and that's all they keep reliving. And so that might be also what's kind of happening is that these spirits are reliving those, those moments yeah. And that's what you're hearing is these mm-hmm. echoes of it. And it's... Yeah. Supernatural stuff is so cool. I know. And I love paranormal stuff. And I mean...
1: I talk about Zach Begin so much, but he wrote a book that was really freaking good on the science behind what a haunting could be. And that's where I learned about that stone tape. And it's just... Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense because rocks and minerals and anything have their energy and can hold energy. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that something so traumatic like a death... Or the way that somebody died could soak into that. Yeah. And then just kind of like a record player, you know, keep mm-hmm. keep playing years and years and years later. hmm Another frequent spirit at the asylum is called Ruth. She can be very forceful if provoked, and it's said she really dislikes the men coming into her area. So, those men out there, say hi to Ruth for me. This location is... Very much a place for all those lost souls and the cruel things that happened within these walls make it the perfect cocktail for spirits and haunting.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So we're going to West Virginia. Yeah. And that is the spooky, spooky Trans Allegheny
0: Lunatic Asylum. That was a great episode. Thank you. Yes. Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. I. Yeah seriously we need to just make plans it's hard because i want to plan stuff but we can't because of fucking covid, COVID i know but seriously girls trip or the mtmpg group trip yep yep or yep. i said pg group as pg trip PG group. <laughs> mtmpg PG. yeah trip, trip. yeah <laughs> we need to get on it i know Or go to some places just in new york man i really want to go on some ghost hunts and with places having to have less capacity. It might be easier. might be nicer because yeah. we have less uh, contamination. contamination. That's the worst. Oh, my God. I fucking hate it. Contamination. It's the freaking worst. You guys, really make sure you go to this blog article. We've got some really awesome pictures, Jenna, included. And you can see it's gorgeous. the ice pick going Lonnie. into the eyeball thingy. Um, so, yeah, really, please check it out. You will not regret it. To ch- um, ch- ch- Check it ch- out. Ch- Chickity-check it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was this episode. That was great. I really enjoyed that. Yes. Yeah. We you. love our haunted episodes. Yes. And if um, you enjoyed the spooky
1: content, make sure to join us next week.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like and share and share this episode. Um, we, we... Decided to do this where we delve into, like, a side of true crime because we just are true lovers of paranormal stuff. Yeah. Like, we love ghost stuff and everything about it. And while we love true crime, it's a lot easier to handle doing, like, paranormal stuff more often and then just having a little bit of true crime here and there. I think this episode had that one little really dark moment and then... And it was dark. I'm glad that we were able to move on and go to other things because it it was...
1: Terrible. It's really dark. Guys.
0: Terrible. I
1: feel but so awful for that other man. You get away from it a little bit mm-hmm. quicker, you yeah. know, and
0: yeah, not with the true crime. You're constantly. It's all about the death Ugh. and the blood and the this and the that and the this and the that and the this. yes. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, guys,
1: follow us, please. We love yes. you guys to follow Where? us. Where? Um. So go to YouTube. Go to YouTube right now. First thing.
0: Smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Smash it. it. <laughs> That's what people love to say.
1: <laughs> Look up more than murder. You'll see our little cute little logo thingy and hit subscribe, share, like, hit the notification bell. Whatever the people Comment say on it, yeah. And we will be putting up some videos very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also we are on all the socials. All so. The socials. Find us on Facebook at More Than Murder. Find us on Twitter at More
0: Than Underscore Murder. And you can also find us on Instagram at More Than Murder Pod. Yeah
1: guys, do that.
0: Everywhere. Follow us on all the socials. Every single all the socials. one. Every social platform is different. Like and follow things. Do the for Facebook
1: and the Insta and the things. So like it and follow it. Subscribe on
0: Twitter. I think you subscribe on Twitter. I don't know. Follow, share, do whatever. Review us wherever you can. On Apple, yeah, of course. And also literally if you want to start just commenting on our Facebook and being like, I give this podcast five stars or whatever because we can't figure out how to do the fucking review thing. We'll take it. Just post it on there. Like <laughs> we'll take it. If people started posting things to our page, yeah. That would be awesome. The more visibility oh, you guys, you'll no, be able no, to no. have this algorithm, won't get so fucked up all the time oh, like that it always is. Think algorithm. And yeah, I had other things to say, but I forgot. So we'll cut it there. And especially on the Facebook, we're
1: going live every Friday. So tonight. We will be live, guys. Come
0: join us. Talk about the episode. Talk about past episodes. Tell us what you like. Give us suggestions as to what you want to hear and what you want to see on YouTube or something. We'll answer questions. We'll do a question and answer portion. It's got to be podcast related. Yes. Podcast related, please. Our podcast related, not other podcasts. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But... If you also, you know, you don't
1: feel comfortable in that limelight of Facebook or whatever, you can also send us an email if you have anything that you want to say. Email us at thegmail, more than
0: murderpod, at gmail.com. And I always say to give us your feedback, we want to know, I like to say it this way, what do you love about the podcast? What would make you love it more? Yes. Not what don't you like about it? What would make you love it more? more? Yes. And we will implement those things. We are Definitely. here to listen. We are here to be the best that we can be at what we're doing and continue doing it for a while. So
1: Long while. Long while. Long so. time. We'll see you next week. But in the meantime, go check out that blog at www.morethanmurderpod.com yeah.
0: and join it. Yes. We love you a long time. We love you all. Bye.